Business is not as difficult as you think if you learn, implement, and master simple yet timeless principles and mindset shifts. Here at Systemizing Scalability, we're on a mission to increase your profit margins while getting your time back. Arturo has started, bought, and sold over 55 businesses across 18 industries and has coached thousands of entrepreneurs just like you. Whether you're a brick and mortar or an online business owner, an established business owner or a solopreneur, we'll show you a framework to increase your sales and profit two to three times while getting back your valuable time to be more strategic or just enjoy life. And now here's your host, Arturo Henriquez. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this podcast. We're going to be talking about the real cost of losing key employees and how to eliminate this, right? And so this is one of the biggest worries that most business owners have when they have good people or, more importantly, key employees who have a lot of tribal knowledge, who, whom employees seek out most of the time, whom clients seek out most of the time, who have been around the business for such a long time, right? You know, what if they were sick? What if they went on vacation? What if they were hit by a bus, right? Uh, it's a risk. And risks are all on a spectrum, right? And I like to look at the extreme on the high end and on the low end of the spectrum, right? Kind of like I like to look at challenges. And so the first question is, what would it look like if things were really dialed in and this risk was, you know, it's close to being eliminated as possible? But first, I want to talk about two mindsets, two ways I think that are helpful when you look at risks within your business. Number one is this idea behind Kanban, right? Kanban is a pull system that Toyota Taiichi Ono around World War II. Well, he noticed uh, in supermarkets, you know, when you're you've got your your soup oil, you've got your soup cans, and in order to maintain inventory, you shouldn't replenish when it's empty. You need to replenish. You know, there needs to be a trigger to replenish inventory before it's too late. And so we need to establish a trigger point. So let's say that people are pulling soup cans from a shelf and it takes an hour to replenish. You would make your trigger when there are 10 remaining. That's when you start to go and replenish because by the time it takes you to get the additional inventory, people are going to be consuming the additional 10 that are already on the shelf. So that's your trigger. In the context of what we're talking about, I always think in terms of one equals zero and two equals one. So think in terms of inventory. Think in terms of your people, your human resources, your processes and procedures in your business. If you have one, if you're relying on one, it's basically zero. And in the context of people, people get sick. People go on vacation. They take holidays and people find other jobs. And it's always a risk. And so if one person leaves and you don't have anyone to replace them, then you have zero, right? There's some percentage of risk there. It's your job as an entrepreneur to build great cultures, world-class cultures, because we want to retain our people. You want to keep your turnover low because the cost of hiring, finding, and training is very high. So in terms of one equals zeros, two equals one, is a good way to look at your business. Think of having a plan B and a plan C always in place. And I like to start by prioritizing in terms of where are your greatest risks in your organization. The highest risk, the worst scenario, is you've got one person that knows how to do some of your key stuff in your business. 
Nobody else knows how to do it. All that tribal knowledge lives and dies in their brain. That's the worst case scenario. The best case scenario is you've got a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C. Hope for the best and expect the worst case scenario. So the plan B, if you've got somebody, a sales manager, or you've got someone in your finance department, we use a training matrix for this. And I literally will look at the people in a department in a spreadsheet, and you've got a color code green, yellow, and red. And if you have, you know, one of the columns, you've got the people up top. And if you've got only one person in green, meaning one person can do this thing, this job, then you've got a challenge. Secondly, that tribal knowledge, you owe it to yourself to get it out of their brain as quickly as possible. How they do what they do, the knowledge that they have, the processes that they implement, whatever it is that makes it unique and makes them key, that tribal knowledge. You owe it to yourself to get it out of their brains as quickly as possible. And the fact of the matter is, if you don't have your procedures documented properly so that somebody else can kind of take the reins if this person was gone, you know, Deming says a bad system beats a good person any day. So you owe it to yourself to document your process because how do you even know if they're not documented that they're being upheld to the standards that they should be in your business? So a quick and easy way that I recommend doing it, at least capturing this knowledge, is there's a tool that I really like to use for documenting processes, especially on your computer. So it could be accounting processes such as payroll or how to use your software, you know, whether it's sales, financing, accounting. This tool is called Loom, loom loom.com. Essentially, you can record your screen really easily so that every step that is done in that process is visually documented, right? So let's pick an example, payroll. Let's say you had one person doing your payroll in your business and you had no idea how they did it. And the fear was they're going on maternity leave and you have to get what's in their head out of there. I would use a tool called Trello. It's basically a digital post-it notes off the shelf. I would have them, you know, list out all the steps, all of the important steps in your payroll, and I would have them record them just as if they were doing them and they could talk you through it using a Loom video. Whether it's a couple of videos or one video, I would have them record all the important steps, all of the key points within the important steps. So you know what are all the nuances that are required, the idiosyncrasies, right? The success criteria that needs to be achieved for each of those important steps. I would have them record that. Once you have that done, you basically have created 80% of a clone, at least for that process. And if you do that for other processes, basically all of your processes, so if you take a person and document everything that they do in a given day, then you're going to capture 80% of that person's job so that somebody could immediately take the reins should that person leave or be on sick leave or be on vacation. It's as close to cloning that person as you can get. And that's what you want. That's the idea of documenting your procedures. So if somebody were to leave you rather than having 0%, wouldn't it be nice to have 80% of how they did something so at least you can hit the ground running? I think it's a challenge for most businesses out there. So identify the key areas within your business where you feel that the most risk exists. And you know it's a marathon, not a sprint. So you know over time, you're not going to get this done you know, by tomorrow. But you take each quarter 
and you meet with your team and you say, by the end of this quarter, here are the tasks and the processes that we want to target and get this stuff captured. Let's start there. You knock those ones down in the next quarter. You do the next tasks and processes until you've combed through your entire business and gotten all of your key procedures documented. And when it comes to documenting, I like to err in the direction of the 80-20 Pareto principle. So what are the 20% of the steps that drive 80% of the results? So people can really get carried away in the granular. So just record your screen and talk through it. And from my experience, that's the closest you can get to a clone, which is we're moving really in the direction of mitigating that risk that we're talking about, right, of losing a key person. By having this, you're eliminating the one equals zero, two equals one, and you've got an escape plan. You have an insurance policy when it comes down to how things are done within your organization, which makes you much healthier. This is a way of mitigating risk of losing key employees and all that tribal knowledge that goes with it in your business. And now, so if you don't have another person that can immediately take over, the fact that you were able to clone 80% of somebody in that position is as if you had a second person that was fully trained. And that is the key to eliminating the real cost of losing key employees or at least highly mitigating them. Thank you for listening. If you're loving the Systemizing Scalability podcast, then we know you would love the Reset Method program. Here we help time-stretched business owners achieve two to three times profit growth while slashing their work week by 10 to 20 hours. And we guarantee that. Head on over to www.arturohenriquez.com slash SS.